landscape of their days from Old Earth Melchior Encounter. Planet Helm. Song, in her petite elven form, wearing a dark green tunic over gray leggings, strolled along the wooden glen, soft brown soil cushioning each step while pink blossoms waved in a gentle breeze. She stopped and breathed in the deliciously sweet scent of spring. Butterflies sailed by as birds twittered from the branches. Bluebirds, red hearts, and golden hues. Even a pair of orange fires insisted on wishing her a good morning. She smiled and bowed in the accustomed greeting between Buwak and nature's citizens. A fierce greenhawk swooped in and, with its large, bulky body, bristled, sending the gentler folk into frenzied fury. The joy-filled chirping turned to cawing sharp screams of distress. Her heart-twisting thong watched, helpless to alter the scene, for though she ruled the planet, her influence in the wild only reached so far. Pounding steps along the wooded path turned her attention. A figure jogged forward, long black hair flowing over thin shoulders, clear eyes narrowed in concentration, a strong woman suffering from unaccustomed weakness. Calesta? Slapping her hand against her chest, the woman came to a skidding halt before Song, heaving deep to catch her breath. They're going back! Her heart clenched. Song froze. As if in understanding the gravity of the moment, the feathered feud ceased and silence descended. Only the sun continued to shine unabated. With a start, Song realized she could not sense a thing. Even the ground under her feet had fallen away. Did you hear me? The woman drew closer, her hand reaching, whether to awaken her mentor or grasp at needed strength, neither could guess. Song nodded. I heard. She forced a calm smile. It's good to see you again, Calesta. Where's your husband and daughter? A darted glance at the sky and a facial spasm spoke louder than words. They've gone too. Her gaze fell. Ark passed on, and his son, Tarragon, is taking his place. She straightened her shoulders. Teal is sick, and Sterling is... preoccupied. A Luxonian named Mauve has stolen his heart. She sucked in a deep breath, readying herself for painful truth-telling. Zuri wants to teach Nova about humanity's true nature. Perhaps make room in her soul for... Calesta flapped her arms like a bird perched on the edge of flight. Something, she shrugged. She certainly isn't interested in me. Caught in a snare that had held her for much too long, Song wrapped her arm around the young Buachi woman. She loves you. She just doesn't know it yet. With a muffled sob against the older woman's shoulder, Calesta gave way to tears. She can't love someone she doesn't know. She refuses to even consider what Zuri and I offer. The sun, still on its ascent, shone bright from the clear golden sky. Let's return and have a morning cup with biscuits and honey jam. You've come home just in time to help me face the coming storm. Humanity measures time in such small increments. They do not see the landscape of their days. They are about to undergo a momentous change, and they have no idea of the long-range repercussions. But what about Zuri and Nova and all the rest? 
Song took Calesta's hand and started down the path, her feet patting on the soft, springing soil. They must learn, too. It is what all the living must do, or die in stagnation. Calesta brushed a low-hanging branch out of her way, pink blossoms falling on the path as she kept in step with Song. But what if she learns the wrong lesson and refuses her father and me? What if we lose our daughter? Tears aching behind her eyes, Song looked to the trees and silently beckoned to the birds. Give me strength. It is the highest praise of our creator to give us freedom. She squeezed her friend's hand as the birds burst into fresh song. It is our trial to endure whatever they choose. <laughs>